This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now, I don't know about you, but I miss the way we used to work. You know, before COVID, it was all about the human connection. Lunch meeting with clients, impromptu water cooler chats, end of day networking sessions, looking for leads, just things that involve building connections rapport and relationships. Doing any of this over the phone or Zoom or text just doesn't cut it. And reports have also suggested that workplace communication in the digital era comes with unique stresses that may contribute to burnout. And organizations need to reform their communications, policies and methods to curb burnout. But where do we begin? Well, joining us on the show today is Victor Pang, CEO of End-to-End HR Solutions provider works smartly. Victor has long been advocating the importance of employee well-being amidst the constant state of flux over the course of the pandemic and together with his team have developed tools to limit the less than desirable effect digital communication has had on employees and their work output. Victor, welcome back to Resource Centre. Hello, hi Audrey. So, Victor, before we get started, maybe you can remind our listeners what it is that Work Smartly specializes in, and maybe you can talk to us about some of the work you've done and some of your major partners. Yep. Uh, Work Smartly is a digital HR solution company. So, we, we have the solution module from the end to end system from the recruitment until the separation management. So we, we make all the people management processes digitally. And uh, we have our key clients like Roche, we have a uh, Sony Malaysia. So they are our long-term clients for years. So that is where we have been uh, working very closely with them, how we change the system and, and, and uh, upgrade the system from time to time to make sure that we are meeting the market requirements when the thing change. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, maybe we can start with describing how remote work has changed employee relationships in the workplace and in all aspects with, with management, with their peers, and why we need to explore these changes uh, for, okay. for proper HR management. Okay. So I, I think in addition to the process and policy changes, I would like to focus more on the changes that impact people as a human in the workplace. Hmm. Uh, many companies and experts have conducted a lot of survey to better understand the impact of remote work on employee relationships. I think many management know that there are three main areas affecting the employee relationship in the workplace. The first thing is the feeling of isolations. Hmm. Despite there are a lot of tools and applications that can support communication, but based on our survey, we found that more than 80% increase in sending messages within the company are purely work-related. However, when people are working in office, many times our conversations uh, could be beyond work, including family, kids, and shoppings. Even more in a physical workplace, sometimes you may be introduced to some other colleagues in other departments which may be benefiting to your work. The social interaction is in fact decreasing in a remote workplace. 
A good and sustainable relationship is built by both social and professional interactions. Correct. Many employees report feeling left behind by bosses who did not provide adequate support during the pandemics. Mm. I think the second area would be on the employee engagement. Mm. Before pandemics, company would organize physical activity like free breakfast, birthday celebration, and team buildings to enhance engagement. However, all these activities may not available even until today. Although some forms of gathering are allowed, but due to risk management, I think many companies are still avoiding group gathering kind of events. Mm. In fact, we should have a different view on how to enhance employee engagement digitally. Start from the workflow itself, how the work is being assigned, what kind of support system is in play if employee faces issue on his or her work. The above two areas actually are leading to the third one, the employee mm. experience. Mm. The pandemic has increased the trend of employers playing an expanded role in their employee financial, physical, and mental well-being. Support includes enhanced leave, financial assistance, adjusted hours of operations and childcare provisions. Some organizations supported the community by offering free community services and food basket, while some organizations have recognized the humanitarian crisis of the pandemics and prioritized the well-being of employees as people over employees as workers. Mm. But some companies have pushed employees to work in conditions they are high risk with little support, treating them as worker first and people second yeah. and be very careful in which approach you take and be mindful of the effects on employee experience which will be long lasting Mm. Now, Victor, I want to come back to your second point mm -hmm. on employee engagement, right? I want to talk about mm -hmm. how interpersonal relationships and employee mm -hmm. engagement um, have changed. As people, you know, they, they, we've shifted to different work arrangements over yeah. this pandemic, right? From yeah. completely work from home during our full MCO and then maybe back to the office and then there's a hybrid format as well. So how has that interpersonal relationship uh, uh, affected employee engagement? I think the pandemic has had big implication for the relationship between employees and employers. For one, it's revealed how many employers profoundly mistrust their employees' ability to get their work done without in-person supervisions. Mm. It is no wonder that when faced uh, with a hot post-pandemic economy recovery, Employees are choosing to find a new employers over returning to a boss or organization that lack trust in them during the pandemics. Second, working from home has revealed that employee can have his own. The flexibility they enjoy, like listening to music, playing with their kids, and they do not want to lose this privilege. Yeah. Therefore, the move toward a hybrid workplace creates the challenge of fostering a workplace culture that is consistent online and in person. What matters to your organization? If inclusion is a priority, remote work can provide the opportunity to bring in hires from around the world 
that otherwise would be would not be available. Mm. If trainings and mentorships are most important, think about how online tools can be used to foster this type of relationship. Whatever it is uh, that make an organization unique should be fundamental to the practices that underpin the return to work. The post-pandemic reco- economy recover- is recovering uh, mm. with many new opportunities for jobs both at home and abroad. Employees will be able to choose where they want to work. Mm. The time is now for employers to show employees how they appreciate the resilience and flexibility they have shown during the pandemics. Managers should also meet with their employees and discuss their personal and professional goals. Retaining employees will depend on the ability uh, to keep them motivated and engaged. This can include offering employee financial incentive uh, while also offering the chance to get involved in uh, uh, in uh, new projects or on new work teams. Mm, yeah. So growth, growth as well, right? Now, you know, yes. uh, coming back to uh, designing employee um, remuneration or appreciation yeah. programs um, mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. You now, as we mm-hmm. enter into, well, this is our third year living through a pandemic, you know, we are, we are transitioning into an endemic phase. How can employers design competitive um, uh, appreciation progress, uh, appreciation programs, employee uh, programs that will ensure that they are motivated, they feel satisfied, and there's always growth? How do they do that? Okay. I, I think in, in, in a post-pandemic era, I'm seeing a more custom-made appreciation and highly flexible benefit toward each individual employee. The apply to everyone kind of announcement, benefit, and facility will be will become less and less attractive to employees. Mm-hmm. However, firstly, please back to basics. Uh, how we talk to employees from time to time, how our willingness to support or be there for them when they face challenges. In other words, knowing them as a person who may have family or personal issue, show them you care. I think this is the most important and fundamental appreciation every employee needs even more during this period. Mm. In addition to the personal touch above, I think company may launch flexibly, uh, flexi benefit which employees get to choose uh, from their uh, choose their preferred benefit based on the budget provided by the company to each individual employees instead of giving a apply to everyone kind of benefit, which may not be applicable to some of the employee. For example, uh, medical benefit for single and young employees, they may look for basic medical insurance. But for employees with family, they may want to have a family-based insurance. The key here is relevancy and applicability of the recognition that a particular employee desire, especially the top performers. Right, I think you hit the nail on the head right there, Victor. Uh, We are going to need to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we talk about decentralized work and all its virtual perks and how to bring the human connection back into the workforce, even if we continue to work remotely. All that and more happening on Resource Centre with Victor Pang from Work Smartly. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. 
brewing frothy mocha. BFM 89.9, the business station. You are listening to Risa Center. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Victor Pang, the CEO of Work Smartly. Work Smartly, of course, is an end-to-end HR solution provider. They design uh, programs specifically for HR processes throughout the employee's work-life cycle. And uh, you may also remember them as iTalent. Uh, back in 2008, they recently rebranded into uh, Work Smartly back in 2018. Now, Victor, before the break, you were talking to us about um, how empathy is key across the board, right? And that is something that uh, many organizations and HR teams and managers and leaders have had to work on uh, over the course of this pandemic. And I also know that decentralized work and, uh, and all its virtual perks it's just not going to go away. Uh, no one wants to be stuck in traffic or sit in a face-to-face yeah. meeting for longer than they, they should have to. But yeah. how do you see digitalization and proper online communication channels dominating work culture moving forward? You know, How can we find a balance? I, I think like it or not, the, the workplace is evolving. Huh? The digital tools and applications are here to stay and continue to have more automations and higher intelligence. The main point is not about how high-tech the tools you have or how branded the application you subscribe to. Mm. Like I always believe the first thing when implementing any digital application is the suitability to support your operations. And at the same time, is your operation can be transformed to be more digital-friendly. Effectiveness of any digitalization initiative is determined by these uh, three key areas. The mm. first one would be your people readiness. Are they digital savvy enough? Any training needed? And the second one would be the software suitability. Don't buy uh, because other companies are buying. Mm. Every mm. organization is unique. Even though the two companies are in the same industry, selling the same product, again, they are different in many ways. And the third one would be digital friendliness of your processes. I think this is the very main key. Please do not think that once you implemented a new digital system, automatically your traditional process will be modernized. A digital friendly process should be simple, transparent and sustainable yeah so but for the record right victor um the human element still is should be number one right you know in employee engagement and you know working in an endemic um maybe you can talk to us about some of the tools that work smartly i know you and your team have created some tools specifically to help bring the human touch back to work maybe you can talk Mm -hmm. to us about uh those tools and what you're doing Yep. Uh, I, I think engagement cannot happen when you are treating your employee as a worker. Basically, uh, it's it just a trading transaction. You pay for their skill and energy while they are giving you their time and resources. Therefore, engagement must have human element. You need to treat your employee as a person or humans. Uh, in early days, the main function of a HR system is mainly uh, managing transactional processes. Then about two to three years ago, market started to look for a more intelligent HR system. They're able to generate analytics 
for better decision making. Today, a HR system is required to help the company to engage people in a hybrid or remote workplace. In addition, we can use features like a smart story, value go live, and mission whiteboard that are available in WorkSmartly system to share company mission statement, remind the values of the company to their employees, plus encourage peer-to-peer -peer learning via the smart story features, especially for those newly onboard employees. Mm. What is smart story? Um, is it like a, like a social platform? Or what is that? Yeah, it's the in-company social platform. Because sometimes certain, you know, social uh, sharing, it cannot be shared uh, on the public social media, right? Because mm. things are related to the internal practices. So we, we make it in a way that is in-company social media, a social platform within the company for employee uh, 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 share their good practices or their uh, work conditions, to other employees in the companies. Mm. So it's like your water cooler chat plus yep. your <laughs> brainstorming session, but yep. also checking in on your, your colleagues as well and how they're doing exactly. all of that on one platform. Yes, that's why we call it a smart story. Starts. Okay, all right. Now, so that is the tech, right, that, that you guys have been working on. But what is the role of the HR team itself, you know, in keeping employees happy, keeping them satisfied, you know, especially with, with you know, with Omicron recently, everyone's been extra concerned because the circle seems to be closing in, right? So what can the HR teams do, you know, the tech aside? I think now is already, you know, now the HR is already multitasking. Uh, start from recruitment, employee management, payroll, disciplinary, documentation, performance evaluation, and so on. Mm. So, however, during this period, I think these three roles are critical for HR. Firstly, as a facilitator, uh, help to make sure, they need to help to make sure the compliance of SOP and update the changes of SOP. Uh, for example, uh, like coming soon, the 1st of April, many SOP will be removed. However, HR need to also consider if total removal of SOP within their organization, will the number of people go for MC increase? And mm -hmm. how about the medical claim budgets? So the first role, very important, would be as a facilitator. And this person must know when and what kind of SOP should, is suitable for the company to balance between the people welfare and also the company operations. The second role would be supporter. Uh, I think during this period of time, uh, management or employee both need to get enough support. You know, they should insist doing the right things. They're considering, again, like I say, both the welfare of the employees and the company operation. Regardless, the request is from the management or from the employees, as you know, both of them may have requests and, and uh, things to change kind of thing. So as a, as a HR, they need to support. Their role is to support, to listen, and to balance between both. The third role will be as a consultant. They need to advise the uh, line managers what is the right thing to do. Again, right thing to do. Huh? Many times, like line managers could be overly focused on KPIs and productivity. Mm. Mm. Uh, so therefore, HR may need to step in sometimes to provide advice to line manager about the welfare, the policy and compliance of the people management. Right, right. 
Okay, uh, Victor, before I let you go, at the top of the show, you mentioned how um, HR teams um, need to look into new practices and they need to do so with an open mind. Um, maybe you can uh, um, cap our conversation off with um, why they need to do this, um, in your opinion, why they need to adapt to new pra practices, continue to be agile and do this with an open mind. Yep. I, I think it is very dangerous uh, if HR overly focus on administrative methods because HR is the only department in any organization that carries the name of human resources in which humans come first and resources second. So yes, uh, they have to properly document all the aspects of people management. But the people engagement and relationship is far beyond having good writing and paperwork. Like I mentioned above, uh, when there is an uh, when there is absence of relationship, engagement cannot happen. And relationship can only be built when you are treating employee as a person. Therefore, the change of treating employee as a person must start from HR department. Mm -hmm. Simply because this department is being empowered to look after the people resources. If HR is not the first one adapt to it, who else? And even if another department initiate a new practice, again, very likely they still need to get the consent from the HR departments. Right, right. Very true. Victor, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Now, for our listeners tuning in who'd like to learn more about Work Smartly, maybe even check out Smart Story, <laughs> your latest offering. Um, is there a website that they can go to? Yeah, www.worksmartly.com. Right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Victor Pang, CEO of end-to-end -end HR solutions provider, Works Smartly. My name is Audrey Raj and thank you for joining us on Resource Centre, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.